Hi, guys. Welcome to 200. <laughs> Congratulations, Crystal. Williams. Congratulations. <laughs> feels like more. It honestly does. 200 feels just like a number, though. It's like, okay. I know. But hey, it d- we saw double zeros and we said, gotta celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we wanted to kick off this episode. We do have a new intro for y'all. It's been We quite gotta some stay time. ahead of y'all. <laughs> We've heard a lot of intros very similar to ours. <laughs> so we got to stay ahead of the damn curve. <laughs> um, but first, we can't forget where we came from. We wanted to uh, yeah, so, let you listen to our yeah. old ones. <laughs> Let's start off with the one that no one would ever copy because they <laughs> can't find the guy that did the voiceover. Yeah, honestly, it's so wackadoo. <laughs> All right, enjoy. Almost 30 with Krista Williams and Lindsay Simpson. Each week, we catch up with Krista and Lindsay to hear what's happening now. What hilariousness happened then? And to ask, is it almost 30? It's your host, Krista Williams. And Lindsay Simpson here again to talk about living in limbo. How dramatic. Oh, not a girl, not yet a woman. Mm. At almost 30, can you believe it? Mm. We'll discuss everything relationships, sex, beauty, Career, personal growth, failure, whatever you're thinking, but possibly too afraid to ask. Ask us. And we'll figure this shit out together. Together. Promise. I used to think I had the answers to everything. You're listening to the Almost 30 Podcast, hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Almost 30 started as a conversation about the transition from our 20s to our 30s. But then we realized life is full of transitions. So we expanded our mission. We are an intuition-led, wellness-focused lifestyle podcast that promises to deliver authentic conversations, diverse points of view, and insights rooted in optimism, growth, and intention. The Almost 30 Nation community is a group of purposeful dreamers who are smart, passionate, and always seeking the full potential in every aspect of their lives. At Almost 30, we're making magic together. We dream it, and then we do it. Thanks so much for tuning into the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go. It's weird. Like the first thing that comes to mind is like, I hope, I hope they like it. (laughs) The new new. intro is so true. (laughs) You know? They're like, what? I actually, yeah. I have a feeling. It was hard to record. It's, it's, it's interesting with anything new. It's always like, I don't, you don't like it at first. And then like, give it a few listens. You're like, mm, mm, jamming. We're really trying to make a statement with it. That's for sure. <laughs> it was a mouthful. It was a mouthful. Oh man. 200 episodes, about two and a half years in, right? Two and a half years in. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> it doesn't feel like an accomplishment. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, it's well, weird because it, it's almost like, it feels like existing to me. It's like, it's not an, and this is a weird way of thinking, but I'm like, it's not an accomplishment to do something 200 times. Mm-hmm. It's an accomplishment to make an impact doing something, even if it's one time. Totally. 
So it's like 200. I'm like, that's just a number. Even if we did one episode and it was really impactful, that means more to me than doing 200 episodes, even though our episodes are very impactful. Completely agree. So we agree. have both going on, but you know, it's just like, okay. I also think it makes me just think about any time that I've started something, like that moment where like, and it's usually just a brief moment where you're just so overwhelmed. Like, how will this ever become something bigger than I can imagine? Like, it's like, how the fuck? So I just remember us like in that room and like sitting on the floor and like notebooks sat- scattered and just shit everywhere and 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 starting this. And like, if you would have told me like, we're going to record 200 episodes, I would have been like, oh man, that's a lot of work. Totally. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. And our notebooks didn't say like, have a team, go on tour. They were like, should the name be almost 30 (laughs) or 30 something? Like it was like, they weren't even about our dreams. It was about the process and Mm -hmm. about what we were creating and what we wanted to say. You know, it was never, and that's the thing is people, you know, ask about, our success. And it's like, dude, I didn't have any idea that this would ever happen to me. So I have nothing to lose because this is the greatest thing that I could ever be a part of. You know, like if I'm sharing, like being vulnerable and authentic, I think is like the question we've been getting a lot on podcasts. And it's like, dude, I have nothing to lose because honestly, I could have never dreamed that that this would happen to me yeah. and that all my hard work would lead to like me being able to do something like this with people, you know, in the Almost 30 Nation community has been so powerful. Yeah. And it just happened. It always blows my mind to think about how uh, naturally it happened and it wasn't this forcing. I just feel like I've forced myself to do a lot of things in my life, like forcing because I thought that's what I should do. And like, this was so natural. So sometimes people are conditioned to think that if, you know, you fall into something, it should be hard. You should struggle for many years and, you know, it should be painful and then you'll be rewarded on the other side of it. And like, it wasn't like that. And it's, it's an interesting conversation to have with like, you know, our parents' generation, you know, it's, it's, you know, my, my parents are very proud of me, but I do think there's this like missed, like it's not fully comprehended that like I can be living in a joyful state and enjoying my life and really proud of this moment and not having to just think about what I don't have and be successful, you know, like it doesn't really compute to them and it's no shade on them. It's just like, it's hard for me to explain, you know, and it's like, I don't, yeah, I'm fine with not explaining it, but. Yeah. It feels like you're shitting on someone else if you're explaining it. Yeah. Cause it That's really is so, it is so good and so fulfilling and truly at times the, the reward and the effort we put in just feel the reward is so much greater. Like we put a lot of effort in, don't get me wrong, but it feels good. Like it's not like we're killing ourselves, right? And not in pain and just, I don't know. I agree. There has been a lot of, I would like not get it twisted though. You know, for two years I was working every weekend. I was working a full-time job, going, commuting downtown, taking calls on my lunch break, going after work, Mm -hmm. lying about work. 
And even now, like, you know, there still is a lot of growing pains. Mm -hmm. You know, I I like can't sleep at night sometimes that we have like so much to do that I don't want to forget, you know, so many ideas and things that I want to accomplish. It's like the difficulties don't, you know, completely go away. They kind of just shift to different things. Well, I I definitely think the the responsibility grows, the difficulty does grow, but I think it's like our capacity to navigate it, like is kind of our responsibility as, you know, entrepreneurs, as women in this space, as kind of, I don't know, we're women in this podcasting space. There's not a lot of us, right? There is, but there isn't. And so, yeah, I completely agree. It is, it's painful, but it feels like growth. So I'm like able to kind of, you know, not resist it, it, Mm -hmm. I guess, or, but yeah, completely. I mean, so thankful that we're able to do this full time. You know, we were, we were splitting our energy for a very long time and which makes things very chaotic and complicated, but yeah. I wonder what we're going to say about this time two years from now. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. But uh, 200th episode, we, we wanted to tap into the people in our community uh, that we've had on the podcast, some that have not been on the podcast, uh, just people that we respect and admire who have come into our life through this process in one way or another and ask them what they would, what advice they would give their younger self. And it's really profound. It's yeah. funny. It's thoughtful and what advice would you give your younger self? Because we know at almost 30, you know, it's so much a part of, of what we do. Um, starting when we were transitioning from our 20s to our 30s, as you guys know, and then realizing, you know, as I'm a 30-year-old, Lindsay's 31, that it's so much more than just this period in time. There's so many transitions we go through in our lives. And because we are creatures that love to evolve and love to grow and are always seeking it can be challenging and it can be beautiful and it can be all of these different things. So, you know, starting almost 30 with that as the foundation for what we were going to create is really special. So when we think about, you know, what we're going to, what we wish we would have known in our twenties or even younger, it's like, I mean, so much. Yeah. We asked someone this the other day and they said something really beautiful and it was almost like very peaceful. And it was almost like, they didn't want to tell themselves to do anything differently, which is kind of cliche at at points. But it was like, I don't know if it was like to love themselves more or just, there was something really special about the response that they had that I'll I'll probably Mm. remember in a little bit, but kind of like gave me pause because my, you know, my inclination is to be a little bit harder on myself than I was. But, you know, if I look at it now from like a more thoughtful perspective, I was probably harder on myself then than I am now. You know, I'm, I definitely had much more negative self-talk, much higher expectations for myself that were unrealistic and going to someone else's standards. So it was like someone else's expectations of what I should be or what is success or what should what I should be in this world. And then kind of applying it to my life and realizing that it wasn't what I wanted and it mm-hmm. wasn't a fit and it didn't really make sense for me. So when I think about you know myself in my early 20s or in you know, my teens, I always think about like the general things, which is to stop drinking earlier. You know, I talk about that before, but 
drinking was just a way for me to really, and I didn't drink that much. I was definitely a social drinker, but it was just a way that I was just like dulling my spirit and dulling my shine and allowing myself to be in situations that weren't really high vibe, weren't really fueling me, weren't really fueling my spirit and kind of giving myself time, like wasting time, you know, wasting time that I could have been using creating Mm -hmm. or figuring out who I was much earlier. And then finding meditation sooner would have been, would have been really awesome. But, you know, can't really, can't really regret too much. But I definitely wish that those things I would have seen earlier because Mm -hmm. I would have known myself much earlier in my life. Totally. Yeah, I guess mine would be just to not worry so much. I think like I was conditioned to worry about everything as a, like a defense mechanism, as a as a way to get through and and get to where I wanted to go. You know, always being aware of what could go wrong or that like the rug could be pulled up underneath you at any moment. And it's just like no way to live, you know. And it prevented me from really connecting to people that I wanted to connect with more, whether it was my boyfriend or friends. Um, it was just kind of this lack and fear mentality. And and with that, just you know, not worrying as much, it's just having more fun. I was always kind of concerned with if I was having too much fun, how would that you know, sabotage where I wanted to go, which was interesting. But, you know, alcohol in college was my gateway to like getting loose and getting fun. You know, I I almost never naturally did that without that help. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think about that a lot. And just like thinking about like us raising kids one day, if we're lucky enough, it's like being so aware of what we are what our daily thoughts are. Like, are they worry thoughts? Are they stress thoughts? Because kids pick up on that. I totally picked up on that. So like, that's why I was just always like, looking behind me and like, what could go wrong? So just being super aware, but yeah, less worry, have more fun. Because everything does fall into place. Like it, it, it does like, it does happen. You know what I mean? And the dissonance happens when like, it doesn't happen the way your parents thought it would happen usually or your ego ego thought it would happen, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. But yeah. It's a beautiful. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. It's been a beautiful journey and Mm -hmm. you know, 200 episodes means 200 million thank yous to almost 30 nation to every one of you that has supported one another through the events that you guys are hosting as part of the community, as part of the ambassador program to all the support you give one another in the group, to all the tags you do on Instagram, to everything that you've given to each other and given to Lindsay and I, and really encouraged and empowered us to be more of ourselves and to mm-hmm. feel better about ourselves than we ever have in our entire lives is is really thanks to you. So um, your support and your love means so much. And you know, cheers to you and cheers to our growth. You know, this year we're going to do more and more of, you know, what we can to serve you and to better, you know, be a conduit for information or growth or transformation for you. Yeah, we love you. We were on uh, recent ambassador calls and it just, we launched, we are launching the ambassador program. And that's just a way for you all to connect in real life in your own community 
and the stories from the women who have um, planned meetups thus far. And that ranges from just like meeting in a park and like having lunch and, and just talking. I love the, the virtual book club. And the virtual they book club. They do Skype. Ugh, Amazing. So sweet. And so many of them, like the common thread was like, yeah, we met up and like, it's weird. We started just sharing pretty deeply right away. Like it's as if I knew them. And we say that all the time when we meet you all. So I'm just, we're just so glad and so proud that this has become so much more than a podcast and we hope to continue to build it that way. So as Krista said, it serves you. Yeah. And Minnesota, they had, they were like talked for like nine hours or something. They just met each other and they Mm -hmm. talked forever. Susie Lauren, who's been Mm -hmm. an OG, she's near and dear to almost 30s heart. Um, She is an ambassador in Minnesota and one of our, one of our listeners. But the community part too has been something that has always, you know, became something that was going to be a pillar for us when we saw it start to form around us Mm -hmm. and, you know, allowed us to better serve. But it's, it's just been the important catalyst for our growth, but also something that we never necessarily planned on, you know, happening. And to see it happen in such a beautiful way and to see such amazing people exist in the world has been just awesome. Yeah. All right. Should, be, should we kick it off? Uh, first up, we have our dear friend, Sebastian Terry. And I believe he pulled off on the side of the road. Yes. <laughs> he was like outside, no shoes. <laughs> I wanted to uh, give you all a message. And following Sebastian, we have a slew of some some of our dearest friends like Brie Melanson, Candice Kumai, Danielle Pacenti, Jess Laniadu, Jordan Younger, Karina and Katrina from Tone It Up, our friend Letitia Lee, Milana Snow, Natalie Miles, Sarah Merrill, Shayla Quinn, Tim Braun, and my mom actually makes an appearance. Love it. <laughs> but we're just so grateful to all of you who um, you know sent in your advice. And I know our community is going to love it. Yeah. So once again, this is our amazing um, previous guests and friends sharing what they wish they would have known in their younger years. So take these little snippets of advice and, you know, apply them to your life. We love you. We love you. Goodbye. The advice I would give my younger self. Well, I think I would tell my younger self that the world is there for you. Don't you worry. You're completely loved and just trust in whatever it is that you believe in. I think that You should never wait for someone to give you permission to try something that's important to you. You should just take it. You always have the ability to make a choice. Give yourself permission to make a change in your life at any point. And no dream is too big or too small or too insignificant or too ambitious. Anything that's important to you is worth you throwing yourself at. I don't think you should ever make a decision that compromises how you truly feel or what you really think is important to you or what your values are. Understand that. All our goals should be based on our values. And if you take the time to think about who you really are and also appreciate that every single person is different and that's what makes us each special, know what your differences are and play to them because nobody else can do the things that you want to do. Nobody else has the ability to do the thing that you truly, truly believe in. And that's what sets every single one of us apart. And that's what makes you particularly special. You're loved. You have the ability to do anything you want. 
people and the world are good. And if you find what it is you're passionate about, nothing will stop you. And in fact, everything will help you. Hi, my name is Milana Snow, and I'm an energy healer and the founder of Wellness Official a global online marketplace for holistic practitioners and brands. I love the idea of giving my younger self advice because I spend a lot of time speaking to my younger self and supporting her and even sending her energy healing. I feel that we all have that little girl or boy still inside of us needing our love, our support, and our guidance, and helping us to connect the dots where things didn't make sense and where we might still hold on to those identities. I would say the number one thing I would tell myself, my younger self, is to completely believe in your dreams without abandon. I had a lot of really big and crazy dreams. And to be honest, a lot of them I bought into. A lot of them I really let myself have. But there were still a few that I kind of held back on, like this idea of my ability to go to Harvard. I didn't really believe in it because that wasn't really something that people in my community did or that my parents found to be very valuable. Going to college was enough and I really wanted to go to Harvard and I didn't really put in the real work or take it seriously because I didn't believe that it was possible for me. And looking back, I'm like, oh my God, I could have totally gone in that direction if I had really believed that I could. So I would say, believe in your dreams without any abandon, like just completely let that be real for you. The other thing I would tell myself is that you feeling out of place, you feeling like things in your family or in your community or in your school weren't the right fit for you or you weren't the right fit for it. Maybe it was that I felt out of place or just like, man, clearly I was out of place in a lot of situations and relationships I found myself in as a young girl. And I just want to tell that younger version of me, like, honey, you are different. You are a dreamer. You have visions of going to other places, faraway places, doing things that people around you have never done. And this is how you were made to be. And this is right for you. This is exactly as it should be. So trust yourself and know that you're totally going in the right direction, even if no one around you looks, sounds, talks, is like you. And lastly, I would say you are enough and it's all freaking good. You're doing good. You're doing enough. Go for your freaking dreams and know that you have everything it takes. So yeah, relax. Know that you're enough. Go for your dreams. And trust that it's okay that you're different. I hope this is supportive for anybody who has ever felt this way. And if you ever do need support, I'm happy to help. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share this. And this is definitely something that I will be meditating on and 
deepening my child relationship with even more. Hey girls, good morning, Krista and Lens. I wanted to get you guys this recording early because I am going to be in LA and then San Francisco and then New York and then Tokyo. So anyways, it's Candace Kumai. I love you both so much. I'm so proud of you for your 200 episodes. What an accomplishment and a big deal, a big fucking deal. And how many hand jobs did you guys have to give out to get to those 200 episodes? That's the golden question. (laughs) Anyways, my younger self, I mean, when I was in college, I sprayed hand way too much. So I would have let myself know to stop being orange. Um, (laughs) I spent all my money on dumb things like cars and rims and stereo systems. (laughs) And I also dated a lot of boys and I had a lot of fun with all of them. I would tell myself to not worry about love because the right man is going to come at the right time or woman. And I would also tell myself that I could do anything that I put my mind to and absolutely anything is possible if you just apply yourself with skills. So a lot of people ask me, you know, how did you get to where you are now? And if I was asking or telling my my younger self about these skills that I have now. Like I shoot my own work. I shot my last book, Kinski Wellness. Nobody understood my last book because it was about Japanese wellness. So I created a podcast around it. And I feel like you have to trust in yourself and your gut and you have to keep going and follow every little desire that you want to accomplish I knew I wanted to be a heavy-hitting journalist and writer. I knew I wanted to have a skew of books. I always knew I was the real deal and I would never be able to be fake. Fuck fake. (laughs) But I also knew that I had a really important story to share with others. And that was, you know, a young 23-year-old girl who went to culinary school by modeling whose Japanese mother told her, you are not going to make a living off of cooking, okay? You are only going to make a living off of maybe becoming a doctor or lawyer. And that's bullshit. And I told my mom, I'll fucking show you. So that's what I did. And I used everybody that told me I couldn't as a catalyst growing up. So I would also tell my younger self to use the catalyst, which is everyone who's telling you you can't. Use that as a platform to launch yourself into the next level. Learn how to shoot a camera. Learn how to set up your own website and email list. Get a really great team of women around you to support you. And I would also tell my younger self, you're going to lose some friends along the way. Krista, Linz, and I remember when we talked about how many sacrifices we had to make to get to where we are. I would say, little Candace, don't ever worry about the friendships that you have because the good ones, whether they're from childhood or maybe they're even from college or New York or LA or San Fran and beyond, I've even met some good ones in Tokyo, Sardinia and Italy, and also all the way over in France. And they just keep getting better and better. And I would say, keep your head up and stay classy because You can never fuck up classy. That's the only way to go about this. 
learn skills, keep it classy, and it's okay if you lose friends along the way. Make some sacrifices, don't listen to what anybody else ever tells you, and work really, really hard. I would also give you one last piece of advice that I don't tell many people, but strategically, this is something that's helped me now. I get up at six every morning and I watch the sunrise with a cup of matcha. And that to me is the beginning of my day. I take really, really good care of myself so that I can make sure that I soar through, you know, everyone else's bullshit and I make things happen now. So don't be afraid to pursue all of your dreams. You can catch a really juicy episode with Krista Lins and I on my Wabi Sabi podcast and all of the good mom impersonations. If you ever need to hear shit from a Japanese mom, I've got plenty of it. <laughs> and I love you girls and I'm so proud of you. And our mentor, James Higa, would be too. We think that you are killing it. And I love, my hand is on my heart. I love you both so very much. Take good care of your gorgeous blonde hair. (laughs) And this sounds like I'm leaving you both a voicemail because I am. All right. Love you. Beep. (laughs) All right. Advice I would give my younger self. This is Jordan, by the way, from The Balanced Blonde. And I love you guys so much. I'm so excited that this is your 200th episode. That is something to be really, really proud of. So what advice would I not give myself when I was younger is the real question. I feel like I've learned so much in the last probably five years, especially, and now I'm 28. So I am definitely almost 30. I'm getting there. Probably the biggest thing for me is that I felt like I had to be everywhere all the time with everyone, doing things, being social to be of value to the people in my life. I felt like I had to say yes to every opportunity that came my way and say yes to anything that a friend wanted me to do or any party. I was the first one there and the last one to leave. I felt like being social was a direct correlation with the value of myself as a friend and myself as a person. So now I've learned that that is not the case. I can take care of myself. I can put my own needs first. I don't have to show up everywhere and say yes to everything to be someone who is a good friend and a good person. I think when we put ourselves first, we are actually so much better for everyone around us and can really give to our friends and our family from a place that comes from such so much deeper within. So now I take a lot of self-time and put my own wants and needs first, whether that be a yoga class instead of a party or inviting a friend to come over and intention set for the new moon because that's what sounds exciting to me. And just exploring my spiritual woo-woo side and not feeling like I have to be like everyone else. So that would be the other thing, would just be really, really exploring and getting to know myself from the inside out and not 
just not comparing myself to anyone or feeling like, oh, I'm not normal because I'm interested in human design and aliens and health and wellness and not drinking alcohol and all these other things that we all talk about all the time. So yes, that is the advice I would give myself. I hope it helps at least one person listening. And Krista and Lindsay, I'm so proud of you. Everything you've built is so beautiful. Love you all. My name is Tim Braun and I'm a medium. I've been a medium in Newport Beach for 22 years and I've performed over 15,000 sittings. If I were to give my younger self some advice, I would tell myself not to worry or be afraid of my gift that was developing because one day it would turn into a business where I'm able to use my gift to help people connect with their loved ones. I would tell myself also to trust his intuition and really to trust his intuition at all costs, even when a parent or a sibling or even a teacher goes against his intuition, I would still tell my younger self, trust your intuition. Even when a parent or a sibling or a teacher is in complete opposite of what you are thinking and feeling, honor your own intuition at all costs. I would also tell my younger self to meditate. And I would tell my younger self, even though that other kids are not meditating, meditate for a good 20 minutes every single day. Go into a room or go into a closet or sit on the balcony and just close your eyes and meditate for 20 minutes. And again, I would really encourage my younger self to say, if somebody comes up to you and says meditation is not cool, I would say, leave me alone. I'm doing it anyways. I would also tell my younger self to laugh more. Laughter is the best medicine for everything. And I would tell my younger self over and over again, laugh at all costs. Laugh when things are funny. And also laugh when things are inappropriate because laughter helps heal everyone. And when you're laughing and you're laughing with integrity and you're laughing because it's really funny, people want to be around your laughter. People like that light, that lightness, that they like that lightness of energy. I would also tell my younger self to have fun and have fun at all costs. And every single day, do something that's fun for him. And even if the other kids are playing sports, and he doesn't want to play sports, do what's fun for him. And then finally, I would tell my younger self, don't care what people think. Because I would tell him, you can't please everybody. You cannot please every single person on this planet. There's always going to be someone who is against you or thinks the opposite of you or doesn't appreciate your opinion. So finally, I would just again say to my younger self, don't care what people think. Trust your intuition have fun with it and go out there and live your life and live your life to the fullest for who you are. Well, everyone, I hope that helps. I'm sending you much love to wherever you're at around the world. And I'm giving you big, big hugs and lots of lots of love. Bye for now. Almost 30 Nation. It's Danielle Pacenti. I've been on a couple past episodes. And damn, I just want to say happy 200th episode, Krista and Lynn. You guys are changing the game all across the board health, wellness, um, so many different topics you guys cover. So keep doing what you're doing. I love you to the moon and back. So today, Krista and Lynn asked what advice 
I would give my younger self, and this is such a loaded question, I feel like I could go in eight different directions. The first one being to stop drinking my life away (laughs) and eating like an asshole. Those are kind of jokes, but not really. Like I definitely would have told myself to stop doing that sooner. But honestly, the bigger one for me is just to... Stop giving a fuck about what other people think in in all aspects of your life. Like, I think I spent a lot of time in my teens and early 20s just really caring about what other people think about my career choice or my relationships or big decisions or the way I look, the way I feel, just everything. And it so clouds your judgment and it prevents you from really living your life out to the fullest. So If I could tell my younger self one thing, it would be to stop caring, which I know it's easier said than done, but it's such a practice. And so you have to practice it. And to get to that point sooner, because I think I got there mid to late 20s, which is awesome still. But if you can do it sooner rather than later, you're really going to see your life start to thrive and just start making decisions that ultimately make you happy and change your life for the better and the decisions that you want to make. So that would be number one for sure. And I think number two would just be to always check in with yourself and to always, you know, see how you're feeling and see if you need to get back to you. That kind of that self-care, if you will, but not like taking a bath or getting getting a massage, but really just like checking in with yourself, checking in with your feelings. And I think so oftentimes we give a lot to other people, depending on what career you're in or what point of your life you're in, even if it's your family or your friends. And I think giving is so important, but I also think the one important person to really give back to as well is yourself. And coming from a workhorse myself, I know I can get lost in that. So those are the two things I would give. I love you guys so much. And I hope to talk to you soon in a future episode. Happy 200th, Lindsay and Krista. Love you. Oh, man. If I could give my younger self some advice, first of all, I would tell her, not every emotion needs to be resolved right away. I would tell her that at the end of the day, how you feel about yourself is way more important than how randoms feel about you. And don't compare yourself to people who are 10 years older than you. That's that's nuts. Just be where you're at and keep your keep your head down, do your work because I really wasted a lot of time worrying about what other people were doing when I was actually just fine. I couldn't see the big picture back then, but now I look back at my youth and I think I was actually doing stuff in a pretty straight line. It's just you can't see the road when you're on it sometimes. I tell my my younger self to calm down. That's what I would do. I would also tell my younger self that you can't imagine what the world is going to become. Because when I started to do my work as an astrologer and then eventually as a psychic, I would never have been able to predict that these things would be on TV and that something called social media would exist and that on social media, millions of people would have an interest in these topics and want to hear about them. I just couldn't have predicted what the world was going to become. And I couldn't have figured out how I'd fit into the world. So I would tell my younger self 
to not try to fix and figure everything out because it will happen in its own sweet time. Hey, it's Katrina from Tone It Up. And if I could tell myself, my younger self, something, I would say, don't sweat the small stuff. You are exactly where you need to be right now. And any challenge that you face, try not to cry (laughs) because it's going to be okay. It's funny, looking back, I don't remember why I was so stressed. I have such an urgency in me all the time. And I I wish that I didn't stress out so much, especially through college and finals and then in work and then starting Tone It Up. I wish I could go back and just say, you know, breathe. It's all going to be okay. And even though you're, you feel like you're doing this all on your own, one day you're going to be able to grow this with Karina and get you know the right team around you. And um, and yeah, everything that you're doing is acknowledged and beautiful, and you're you're crushing it. Because there are so many moments where I was like, I just feeling defeated by things that I didn't know how to do, and I would have to learn it. So just um, yeah, don't sweat the small stuff. Pun intended for Tone It Up. (laughs) Hey, I'm Karina Don, co-founder of Tone It Up. And gosh, my younger self. I grew up with a mother who was and is mentally ill. And so it was pretty traumatic. And it really sent me into like a very dark place. But I guess I would tell myself and my younger me to not live in fear for there's greatness that will come from this tragedy and be open to the gift that life is offering you. And depression and sadness can be a gateway to true enlightenment. Everything in life, everything that we go through when we all go through so much, there is purpose behind it all. And if we choose to not be the victim then it can turn into something beautiful. Beautiful woman. Hi, my name is Letitia Lee. I am the founder of bluehazel.com at Blue Hazel and the founder of Trust for Us, the hats that are made for us because let's be honest, hats are always made for men. So first I want to start by saying congratulations, Lindsay and Krista. Almost 30 podcasts. I reached 200 episodes. Like, yo, you guys are killing it. I'm so proud of you. Like, bravo to all of that. Bravo, bravo, bravo. What advice would I give my younger self? Honestly, let's be real. First and foremost, I would literally tell myself to stop plucking my eyebrows. Did anybody else have issues with that? Plucking your eyebrows, yo. I plucked my eyebrows so bad to where, like, I didn't even have eyebrows. Like, how? Like, that's probably the first thing I would have told myself. Stop plucking your eyebrows because you're going to ruin it for the rest of your life. I never was able to really get that shape back. And now I look at my younger sister and I'm like, damn, why did I not have friends to tell me the value of my eyebrows first? But in all seriousness, I would honestly tell myself to love myself and to know your worth. Uh, Drake has a song and it says, "Know know yourself, know your worth. If I could look at my younger self, I would literally look into her eyes and say, you are the most powerful girl in the world. Love yourself just the way you are. Love your curls. Love your crazy, crazy antics. Love your attitude. Love everything that makes you you because that's what's going to put you out 
in front of the rest. Loving myself has been a journey. Um, it's taking me 31 years and I'm still working on it to love all of me, the good, the bad, the crazy, the, oh my God, girl, did you just do that? If I loved myself as a younger woman, God only knows where I would be today, but I'm grateful for this journey. Younger self, yo, you're doing it. I'm proud of you and you're still working on it. So you know what? Loving myself and knowing your worth is something that I would tell any young woman starting today. And last but not least, I would tell my younger self to fail. Fail, fail, fail. Because guess what? I've only learned when I failed in relationships, in work, in business, on games. Fail so you can learn. Because girl, you're going to get back up and dust yourself off and try again, like Aaliyah said. And you're going to be coming out on the top no matter what. You'll come out bigger and better. Ladies, thank you so much. Almost 30 podcasts. Happy 200th episode. Hi, Almost 30 Nation. This is Natalie Miles, spiritual mentor and psychic medium. And I'm really excited to be part of this 200th episode. So what advice would I give my younger self? The phrase that comes up for me is, I choose me. Because I had this realization that I had in my teens and in my 20s that I had been waiting to be chosen by others whether it had been a sports team, getting picked for college, um, friends, waiting to be picked by relationships, um, being picked on you know, Tinder and other dating apps. And I would say to my younger self, hey Nat, choose yourself first. Because when you put yourself first, it's not being selfish. It is actually allowing you to know your own self-worth and it allows you to follow your dreams and your passions and the right people and the right opportunities and the right relationships will all come to you when you choose yourself. I think that has been the biggest wake-up call for me. And another thing I would say is, I would say, hey Nat, please follow your intuition a little bit more and really listen to what feels good. Trust those intuitive moments and those intuitive hits. Don't ignore them and really give yourself the benefit of the doubt and trust the messages you're getting and say, yeah, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no and trust it. But on the other hand, I'd also say there's no wrong decisions because it will all make sense later on down the line when you look back at the journey and it's like, oh, this makes sense. So yeah, don't focus on making the wrong decision. I choose me and listen to what feels good. Listen to that intuition. And if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Hi there, my name is Sarah Merrill and I run the comedic social media account at Big Kid Problems and now the new podcast based on that account called the Big Kid Problems Podcast. And if you're unfamiliar with it, that I basically make fun of uh, transitioning into adult life. So I feel, I feel particularly okay about answering this question because I've basically made a career out of making fun of my younger self. Um, so there's clearly a lot of advice I'd like to give my younger self, but probably the biggest thing is I would be like, girl, 
if you want something to happen, you have to get out there and do it your freaking self. You can't wait around for the guy to come and fix everything. You can't wait around for the right job to fall into your lap. If you want something, you have to do something about it. And I know that sounds super vague. So let me get a little bit more clear on that. In my younger days, my younger days, I'm 30, I'm not that old. There's a lot of things, there's a lot of big dreams that I had for my life. And I I think I got bogged down by just not knowing, not knowing where to start, not knowing what to do, not knowing how to achieve those goals. So rather than doing anything about them, I just kind of waited around and tried to manifest them without actually doing anything. And what I wish I could tell my younger self is that you have to make you yeah, manifesting and thinking things and thinking positively is important, but you have to make efforts towards your goals to make anything happen. So if you can just put one foot in front of the other, the next step will come. So to give you an example, if if you have this big dream or big goal and you just don't know where to start, just make one tiny effort. If it's a Google search, if it's reaching out to somebody who might know what to do and having an initial conversation, that is one step closer to where you need to go. But you have to make that step for the next step to appear. And that's kind of how this works. That's how all of these things work is you have to put just one tiny effort out there, one baby step in front of the other to find that next thing. And pretty soon a path emerges. So girl, if that's one thing I would tell my younger self, that would be it. What would I tell myself when I was in my early 20s? That's a really good question. My daughter, Lindsay, asked me to take a moment to ask myself that. And what would I tell myself that? And I would say probably the first thing I would say is not to be such a people pleaser. I am famous for that. And probably not until recently, and I'm almost 60, that I stopped doing that and really started to think about pleasing myself. So I would say definitely don't do that. Easier said than done, though. I would say care less about what other people think of me and to be true to yourself and to feel good about it. The other thing I was thinking is I used to work in New York City when I was in my early 20s, but never took the opportunity to live there because it was expensive. And I decided that I would commute back to New Jersey to live with my parents. But honestly, I think if only for one year, I, you should definitely live in New York City just to experience it. Embrace your body and tell yourself how beautiful you are. It is so hard in today's society and even back when I was in my early 20s to not take in outside influences, social media. Certainly now it's so much more, but I think by embracing your body and realizing that what gifts you've been given. And as long as you take care of them, it will completely serve you well. And feeling good about yourself just in turn gives off such positive energy into the universe. And that brings me to my next thing. Don't ever feel like you need a guy in your life to complete yourself. I think ultimately, when you find that special person, he will come to you when the time is right. And it's almost like 
when you feel good about yourself and you're in a good place, it gives off all these like attraction hormones and it's, you know, the right time. But until then, just be happy with yourself and take in all that life has to give you. When it comes to knowing what you want for a career, stop and listen to your heart and go with it. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Gosh, so much, so, so much. We always have that fear of failing, but that's part of life. And you can never get to where you want to be without going through some bumpy roads. I'd say only have one credit card that gives you cash back, earns you miles, and that you can pay off every month. (laughs) That is super important, but it's definitely a learned experience, one of which took me many, many years. And move away from home. Create a life of your own without family opinions. And I'm so grateful that my children actually did that. It gives me a sense of accomplishment and knowing that I did a pretty good job and they were able to spread their wings. And it's so amazing to watch. So definitely move away from home and travel, travel, travel. Just do as much traveling as you can. Not that you can't do it later, but as you get older, things might change. You might start a family, getting really busy with your job, but always make time for yourself to take that time to experience what's out there because there's so much to see. Thanks for asking me to do this, Lens. This is like really cleansing for me. Good Lord. (laughs) I will see you in a few days. Love you. Hi, my loves. It's Shayla Quinn from Namaste. And the advice that I would give my younger self, uh, <laughs> I have so much advice for her. There's two main, main pieces of advice. The first thing would be to trust in your intuition. Girl, trust it. That nagging feeling, that inner voice, you know, they're there for a reason. And we ourselves in our intuitions, they they just, they know so much more than we give it and ourselves credit for, you know, honoring how we're feeling and, and sticking to the mantra of if it feels off, move on. If it feels off, move on. Listen to that intuition. Listen to that inner voice. I wish I would have done that so many times. Uh, the other the other piece of advice would be to trust that you are always being guided. Even if that means doors closing, paths changing, it's all happening for your greatest good. And just loosening the grip on some of the plans or ideas that you might have to instead go with the flow a little bit more and being okay with changing your course of direction. For for so long, I was so attached to the idea of pursuing a career in acting and music. And it just wasn't working for me. It not only wasn't fulfilling me, but it wasn't, it wasn't working. And once I finally 
let go and came back to the basics, back to the things that brought me joy, a whole new world opened up for me, which is what I'm doing now, which is teaching yoga, blogging and writing on Namaste and sharing all about yoga, fitness, health, wellness, all the things that I'm really, really passionate about. This whole new world emerged and I found that that's what I'm meant to be doing. You know, I would have missed out on all of that had I not trusted in the path unseen. So those are my two biggest pieces of advice. The list goes on and on though, to be honest. Gosh, I mean, yeah, but I hope that somebody else can take away um, some goodness from those. And I love you guys. Bye. Hi, I'm Brie Melanson. I'm a spiritual medium and channel. And it took me a whole lot of years to circle back to what was always so readily available for me. So if I were to give my younger self advice, I'd let her know you are going to be such a powerful force in the world. You'll learn the depths of what it truly means to be limitless. And you have a net of friends that are waiting to meet you that are going to blow your heart and your soul right open. Love will never leave you. And you just got to follow your curiosities. Keep your connection and your romance with magic alive because it is real, honey. Life is so much more than what most see. Never worry about making it or finding your place in the world. Everything will find you. You are so supported. Keep your heart open. Stay soft. You will be celebrated just for who you are. And don't be crushing so hard on the boys. They're not it. You're it. And the expansive net of love and life you will experience, oh man, you cannot even imagine. So buckle up, Buttercup. You are so very special. I love you. You will be your greatest teacher. Hey, Almost 30 Nation. It's Rachel Geica, founder of Snow Monkey. My advice to my younger self would be that it's totally okay to slow down and enjoy the journey. I've learned that doing less with greater intention is a far more rewarding way to experience life. Because when I look back at high school and college, I realized that I just tried to cram everything in at once. I was on multiple sports teams, pressured myself to overload on courses every semester, ran a side business, and I rarely missed a night out. I was going so fast that I barely processed emotions. I'd forget to express gratitude to the amazing people that helped me along the way. I just didn't celebrate small wins. I was far too hard on myself and ridiculously sleep deprived. And sure, being so driven allowed me to experience a lot of life in a short duration, and I'm really happy with who I am today. But that being said, if I had to do it all over again, I would definitely stop and smell the roses along the way. Lindsay, Krista, congratulations on your 200th episode. You guys are rock stars and I couldn't be more proud of you. Hello, my name is Michaela Bowman. I'm the author of The Wild Woman's Way, 
I also teach internationally on intimacy, relationships, pleasure, and women's empowerment. And in The Wild Woman's Way, I actually uh, wrote an entire list of advice to my 21-year-old self. So here are some of the highlights. Number one, revel in your body. No matter what you think is wrong with your body right now, when you look back, you're actually going to feel like you look pretty damn good. So enjoy it and enjoy your body for what it is. And don't find something wrong all the time. There's a fine difference between uh, fixing things because they can be optimized and being down on yourself and hoping that when you fix something, it's going to be okay. Next one is dress for your own enjoyment, which comes into the same category. Find the clothes that make you feel happy, that make you feel good, that express who you are. And that will go a long way towards your self-confidence and feeling expressed as who you are. And then finally, don't waste time on a man who won't commit. This is probably the most important piece of feedback or advice that I would have liked to know in my 20s. When you wait or when you date potential, you are going to look back at that time and wonder what else could you have done with that time. So don't waste time on a man who won't commit. And then finally, be generous. Be generous with yourself and everyone you meet. Wow. Thanks, fam. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Never too late to like, you know, employ that advice. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be, you know, you can't be like, oh, coulda, woulda, shoulda. You can do it today. Um, So thank you so much to everyone who has listened, shared episodes, subscribed, who has joined our secret Facebook group, who has attended our events, who has ever sent us a message of support and love. We we love you. We really, really love you. Um, and we are super excited for 2019. We are kicking off the tour in Austin on March 26th uh, at the refinery. And we are hosting with uh, Rachel Rosen, who will be leading a workshop on um, inclusion and, you know, really shining a light on our biases and, and coming together in community to, you know, support one another and, and, and be better. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. I love, you know, talking about any sort of courageous awareness. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be beautiful. So Austin, we'll see you then. It's at the refinery, which is gorgeous. The goodie bags are fleeky. Mm -hmm. It's going to be bomb. So get your tickets at almost30podcast.com. We are also doing a rebrand. So Mm -hmm. there are big things happening over here. We are rebranding everything and anything we will have a new face in April. <laughs> Can you imagine if we came out with new faces? I mean, give me, give me 10 years. Who knows what the fuck's going to happen? Truly. Uh, and we are so excited to share that with you. And we are also going to do some new things at your podcast pro. Mm-hmm. So if you are interested in starting a podcast, monetizing your podcast, growing your podcast, we are here to help your podcastpro.com but we are going to be working on those offerings in April. So we are going to have some digital offerings, um, some exciting things coming your way in that space in April. So stay tuned. And as always, if you have suggestions for guests, topics, anything that you want to see from Almost 30, we are all ears. So 
you can join the secret Facebook group and share it in there. We're always in there. Yes. We love you. Happy 200th. Have the best week. Love you.